Betty Vetter was like, hey, I heard you're into this, and, you know, so am I. So... <laughs> Jay Sarge, the great Jay Sarge, the clutch Jay Sarge. Yeah. It says. Um, it's worse than painkillers, right, Brian? Well, <laughs> it's definitely cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Em Steve Dave uh, by Remote Satellite Walt by the Love Satellite we have BQ. Hey, hey, hey guys. It's good to hear you, Q. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I, I gotta be honest with you. I, 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 I think next week I'm gonna just have to come down and do the show in a mask. Yeah. I, I miss you. I, I just, I'm, I'm bummed. Like, like week after week, year after year, tell him Steve Dave is like a highlight of my week. And like now the last couple of weeks I've been like, fuck man. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not with them. I'm the odd man out. So I think I'm going to have to just try and come down. Yeah. I do that show with E-Rock in the city. And I have to say, I don't miss the commute. <laughs> like doing it over the internet as opposed to like an hour and a half uh, each way. Yeah. Uh, on the train. Uh, that I like, but this, yeah, it's it's just a, the, yeah. a different kind of energy. Well, because to like the podcast is almost secondary to hanging out with my friends, so it's like you know, so yeah. that's what I'm missing. Like, so I don't know. I'm just uh, I, I gotta. I think I'm gonna have to get down there, especially if you guys continue to do it out of your house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you don't have get them sliming all over you. You know. You yeah, I mean, I miss get him too, but he makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. Aside from, uh, aside from, it's it's starting to be too groundshoggy day, even for me. Even yeah. for me, I can't take the day after day after day of like, here's the paint by the numbers that's laid out for you. And even now, it's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to a store. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, things have now opened up a bit, way more than they were previously. Yeah, but I mean, what am I going to like? Mary Beth was like, ooh, I got to go to Hobby Lobby and get some shit because she and Sage are making slime. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go close. Like, I'm still like kind of like you, Q, a little bit where like I regard people with suspicion. Where I'm like, maybe they have it. I don't like, oh, so on the 15th, they said we can go out. Well, I guess it's all gone. Right. Yeah, it doesn't think so. I'm actually getting tested on Monday. So we'll see how my results come in because my parents are back for uh, the antibodies. Antibodies. Yeah, or, or well, to see if I have it or the antibodies. Although I, I don't see how I can have it at this point. But, um, but yeah. So I'll, I'll know, I'll know next week whether I had it or not. Because my parents are back in town, and I really want to see them. I haven't seen them in like six months, so I, I just want to make sure I'm safe to go see them. Yeah, I was thinking of going and visiting Pam and Edgar, but this excuse is just too good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get you sick. Love you too. Are, are they still in Highlands? Oh yeah. Okay, because it's like it's not as if uh, it's like 
two seconds away. No, it's 15 minutes, but, you know, I could well, re- drive down there and... Well, why don't you just do hello? this with them, like do the little video chats? I guess. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Sage does it. <laughs> no. I put Sage on with her. Yeah. What am I going to say? Thanks for everything. They're the hobby lobby of humans to me. I just don't care. <laughs> oh. What about you, Walt? Man. You must be overly excited. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it was, uh, we opened up on Monday. It's been, you know, a, a full work week. Haven't seen any um, people, customers. No, no, we saw, we saw plenty of customers. It was, it was all right. It was decent. You know, a little bit, uh, a little bit softer than I would think than usual, but not that much. Uh, and we haven't seen any so far. You know, knock on wood. Um, nothing has, nothing bad has happened yet. Everybody's coming with a mask. You know, I hear, I see a lot of things on the internet of people having to deal with customers who won't wear a mask when they come mm-hmm. into their place, their place of business, but. It hasn't been like that for us. Everybody's worn a mask, and we have a mask. If somebody doesn't have a mask, we can right. give them. If you know, if they don't, that's got to be a rare bird. The person who shows up and they don't have a mask, right? Uh well, I mean, I, I still. Well, I went to Seven Eleven earlier today. I saw a dude walking around there with no mask on, even though it says you got to wear a mask to come in. But you know, the guys at Seven Eleven aren't willing to uh, make a. What was the reason? I have no idea. I have no idea, but they weren't like kicking him out. They let him go about his business. Same thing happened. I brought Sage to the eye doctor the other day. She had some kind of red eye thing, like a little sty or whatever. Uh, so I go in there and there's a woman at the front desk. And when I f- come in, I notice that there's a guy trying on glasses, masked down to his chin. You know, I kind of understand it. You got to just try it on glasses. Another guy sitting at a where you try the glasses on, like you're sitting down and they measure them, but he's not getting glasses. His wife is over there trying them. He has a mask totally off. Kid has a mask totally off. And so I go up to the counter and the lady's like, hey, uh, I need to take your temperature. You know, I said, why? And she's like, well, like I'm the asshole, you know, well, because of the the COVID. And I said, oh, I just didn't think protocol mattered here because I see two different people with their masks down. You know, I just didn't think it mattered. And she's like, okay. And she doesn't take my temperature. And she's like, <laughs> I guess that answers why those guys at 7-Eleven weren't going to uh, badger yeah. that guy. Well, you because get- who wants to be – you're not a cop. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you, you – it, it sounds horrible to confront strangers. Yeah, I was given a, a rule, some rules that we had to follow. And one of the rules was like if somebody came in that was too close to somebody else, I would have to like get in between them and tell them they were too close. And I was, no. I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. I am not going to sit there and have a tape measure out and be like, hey, you're too close to this guy while you're, they're looking at the, the pops or something. You know, it's just like <laughs> I can't be that level of uh, – it's not like, your again. Q's right. It's not your responsibility. Everyone knows the social distancing yeah. thing. It's not like you're going to get fucking sued or something. If, <laughs> if somebody gets COVID, they're going to be like, "I know, I got it from looking at those pops next to that fucking virulent motherfucker." <laughs> it's just not going to go that way. So if somebody, uh, so a, a guy with a no mask comes into your place, I assume you're not going to spearhead the initiative to address it. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I would have no problem be like, oh, hey, man, I'm sorry, but you got to wear a mask. If you don't have one, I got one behind here. But it hasn't happened yet. Hey, good for you. Why don't you put on two fucking masks? This is America. I'm a fucking patriot, <laughs> bitch. Now I'm going to go buy me some Captain America. Oh, hey, Mike, get him. I got to go. I got to go to lunch. <laughs> That's what I do, too. 
no uh, as soon as I hear that tone, I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll let you guys handle this. As soon as someone labels themselves a people. On the, on, the way out, on the way out the door, you inform them that Captain America is now written by a black man, and you just run. And he's like, ah! And his head explodes. <laughs> what about you, Q? Uh, I see you, uh, I see yeah. you on there looking very uh, classy, like a Bruce Wayne type on your um, on your dinner party show. Nice robe. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that that's an old robe. Yeah, that's um, that's uh, well, that was actually my neighbor's basement, Mrs. Calabash's basement. But I, uh, my thing is, I am a hundred percent. I know ready. we're going to gloss over that. Like Miss Miss Calabash ain't alive no more. <laughs> Who's Miss Calabash? Uh, well, she's. Uh, I guess I just found out you guys don't watch my new show, Dinner Party, on True TV, ten o'clock on Thursdays. <laughs> uh, my neighbor next door cooks my dinner every week. Um, oh, this nice. is Calabash, yeah. So I, so I surprised the guys by shooting from our house this week. Huh? Yeah. Nice. Look at him. I don't understand what, what what's the strange pause about. I you're in a neighbor's basement. She's cooking dinner for you. That's not an experience. I think. Anyone is willing to offer me in my neighborhood. Yeah, and then you got to well, lug, lug all that gear over there. <laughs> that I did. That I did it for the joke that one day. But I uh, no, like in the winter, like she's alone. Or, uh, she's elderly. Her husband died years ago, so I go over there and and uh, like in the winter, I'll shovel for her and stuff like that. Or I sure hope I don't have COVID. You're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so she's so when I was talking about dinner party, she was like, "Oh, I'll make the food for you." So she has been nice to pay back for all the you know the shoveling and whatnot. You got off light this fucking past winter. There was no snow. Hey, man, I'm not saying that that's the only thing I do. I'm just saying that like <laughs> well, like, like, like when it was hard to two years that needs a shoveling. <laughs> like when it was hard hard to get groceries a couple of months back. Yeah, I, I would I would make I would get some for her and oh, okay. take her to her and stuff like that. Take a little um, off the top for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta wet my beak. I can't, I can't just be this is a fucking capitalist society, man. I want my part. Yeah. So, um, what the fuck? We, oh, so. What the fuck? How did we get into that though? Your robe. Robe. Oh, Bruce that was it. That was that was the thought. I'm I'm I look. I say this and I mean this. I I miss my crew. I can't wait to go back to work on a Practical Jokers. Like I I do miss it. Um, and I want to go back and I'm eager to go back. But that being said, um, I'm also fully prepared to never work again in my life. Like I'm ready for retirement. I'm I'm good to go. Really? Yeah. Should I wait for him? Is he? Oh, you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he could hear me. He's, can you hear I, me? I, I never want to hear a complaint about the temperature of the stash <laughs> ever again because it's like fucking ninety degrees in his house. It's an oven. Yeah. Why? Sure. Well, because the house doesn't have central air, so central air. Oh, is you quiet. can't. If I crank an air yeah. conditioner, we're not going to be able to hear shit, you know? Yeah. Mess with that. Uh, um, so, but he's right. So what I was saying. Yeah, right. I mean, I never want to hear like, oh, I can't believe how hot is it here. What's the matter with you people? <laughs> Are you growing peaches here? <laughs> peaches. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what I what 
I was saying, Bri, was uh, I, I, it's like uh, I am looking forward to Impractical Jokers coming back and whatnot. But I'm also ready. I'm fine with retiring. Like I'm, I'm, I could do this for the rest of my life. What I'm doing right now. The uh, I mean, you you sprinkle party. in, or just in general, what you've been doing recently. Just life, my new life, being home. Uh, I could, I'd like to sprinkle in a little culture and a little movies and shit like that. Like, uh, but aside from that, like, I, I really think I can do nothing for the rest of my life and, <laughs> and be okay. I'd still feel like accomplished I'm, at the end. I don't feel accomplished with my accomplishments. So who the fuck am I fooling myself that I'm ever going to magically feel accomplished one day? What but I'll tell you, I know. Do? What do you have to what do? I, do? I feel do? the same way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. But I do tell you this. Sitting there and playing Fallout 76 for four hours the other day. That was fucking awesome. Felt and I could do that every day. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been watching movies. I've been watching documentaries. Like, I'm building the Lego shit. I, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm ready for retirement. I'm ready to go. I'm surprised you would admit to that Lego stuff in front of Walt. He was uh, very anti-Lego for us. That was, that was the old Walt. That was, a, that was a, an ill-informed brute. Yeah, yeah. Hardly a man. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was the POS Walt of yesteryear. So yeah. new Walt yeah, is new like new Walt is like Legos, awesome, go for it. Caesar, right? Sarah. Yeah, yeah. I like mean, everybody. look at this thing, Walt. You'll fucking like this. <laughs> look at it, man. Oh my god, a Batmobile '89 Batmobile. Look, look at That's the size of, of this fucking thing. Is that made? I out made of this out of Lego. Three thousand pieces. Whoa! How long did that take you to build? It, uh, it took me like like maybe two weeks of like doing it on and off. How long can you do it before you're just like? Why am I doing like this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, am I a child? <laughs> uh, you could. I could do it generally. Like, um, whew, you can get like maybe a good hour, hour and a half out of it before yeah. you're like, all right, my neck hurts and whatnot. I There's heard- something to it. I heard there was a, a a show devoted to Lego uh, on Fox. Yeah, Lego Masters, but Will Arnett. It's yeah, a Will Arnett Lego competition it, right? or hosts it. Was it a was it a success? Did it do well? I mean, I can't uh, imagine I w- that they wouldn't eventually you know get all these celebrities that are into Lego and do a celebrity version of it. I mean, I guess they should do that, and and I mean, man, I, you know, you saw my Batmobile, so I'm fucking ready to go. <laughs> I know um, uh, this. Into this, Bri, I'm telling you, I was talking to Adam Green about this last night, where he said I've tried Legos. He goes, I tried therapy for years. He goes, but he goes, it was, it doesn't compare to the day somebody gave, gave me a Lego kit and said, um, trust me, try this, it'll help. And there's something to sit in there and following the directions and your mind turns off completely. It's like building a model plane. It's just like click, click, Oh, you click, need the click, directions click. to put that together? Dude, the direction <laughs> book is like this fucking thick. It's crazy. Oh, you just can't it, look at a fucking Lego block and be like and just see it like Tetris in your head? Not, <laughs> not only do I think that uh, I'm completely incapable of that. I think there are people that I, can do that, though, Q. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. I the think guys there who are, invent the Legos. Those are the guys that are going to make the fucking grade to get on Lego Masters <laughs> while you're calling it Legos and you're going to get fucking blackballed for calling it Legos. There's no S at the end of Lego. Yeah, but I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from Staten Island. We add S's and, and oh, okay. we're within a, That's a cultural I'm, thing. 
Yeah, it's a local dialect. Don't shake my ass for that. What the fuck, bro? So you suggest Legos then to uh, calm the savage beast inside. Lego, not Legos. Lego. Okay, Lego. Actually, you're supposed to call them Lego bricks if you want to get really technical. Wow. But yeah, I know, but I don't. Whoa. Get him into it too. Get him is yeah. He buys all the he buys all the, not all the sets. He buys certain sets, but he never puts them together though. Waste I, of time. I, well, I guess it's the equivalent of like you know buying a DVD and never watching it, or getting a book and never opening it. So I, I understand yeah, but, that, but it is for you, him. It's a total waste of time. <laughs> are you going to keep buying a book? Like, if you don't read the first one, you're still buying five more? Like, well, the plan is stop. always, like, I'm going to read it one day when I retire, like Q. I'm, gonna, I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm going to, like, sit down and read all the stuff that I never got around to reading, watch all the DVDs I never got to watch. But you, right. I know for a fact there's no way he's putting that shit together. He'll never put it together. Mostly because he'll be dead yeah. at 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... I uh, so Adam Green said that about the mind stuff, and Justin Roiland, who's a buddy of yours too, BJ, um, mm-hmm. he told me about it three years ago, and I didn't listen then. And then, then the day came. I tried it. Huh. I think I may give it a shot then. These I don't, are some opinions I, really think, I respect. I, I'm telling you, I think you're going to come back after giving it a shot and being like, "Wow, like what? I see what you mean. It's a real Zen thing. It's it's mm. it's crazy." I'm going to bet it doesn't do a thing. You think it doesn't do anything for me? I don't think it'll do anything for you. I, I just right. can't see it like being soothing to you. Mm-hmm. It feels like like you'll you're too smart. Sorry, Q. No, it's all right. I, I just I got don't it. see the pointlessness of it for him. He just he sees the pointlessness in everything. I cannot see him seeing it. I'm too putting, ni- putting a Batmobile together. I'm too nihilistic for Lego. <laughs> this is the thing, though. This is how the Lego gets you. It's it. You're not thinking at all. You're not thinking whether it's worthy or not. You're not thinking whether you're stupid or not for doing it. You're not thinking of anything besides. You're not thinking what Walt's gonna say. Like you're just <laughs> following directions and watching something. And the magic of something like the Batmobile or the Ghostbusters Firehouse, which I'm doing now, is watching something that you recognize take shape is pretty fucking crazy. It's it's really impressive. Now you say that there's nobody that can put it together without the help of the, the manual. I'm telling you that if you take the Batmobile, break it into all its three thousand bricks, and put them on a pile, I, I would say that there, no one can do that. There's no savant, so Lego savants out there. It's. I would say it's impossible. I I I, I would say it's impossible. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I- if you, I would say there's a person that if you gave the book, could read the could read it once. Maybe there's somebody with a mind out there that works it, but there's no way to know. What tiny piece goes with what tiny piece and where and so how? how do you and the bricks are all black. So is there oh, because a, number? They, a number on the brick or something? No. What you do is you, you when you open the box, there are like twenty one bags, individual bags, and um, with a small amount of the structure you're building in it. So like you would build the you would build a fin of it, and then click it on to the main piece, and then you open another bag. So each bag is a part of the car that you like. The cockpit cover is its own bag. So it's really broken up for you, and you just follow the, the directions bag by bag. Okay, and eventually you, you start to put the bags together, and the piece the you build the bag as you go. Yeah. When you're done with the bag, you you put it on. Do so, you think so, it was? Do you think it was ever uh, something that the guys who created this ever foresaw that it would be so therapeutic for for people? 
Maybe that's not what their goal, but you, I don't think you could be in the Lego world and not know it at no, some point. But I mean, but I say, do you ever, that, I wonder if those guys who created it ever were like, nah. that this will be something that will be so soothing and, um, helpful to so many, like a lot of people as a way to relax and, uh, zone out. I don't know. I bet you they did because I bet you, I bet you when they were doing it, and they started making fun shit just to see what they could do with it. I bet you were like, "Oh man, this is fun and cool." And People you don't have, like this. and you don't have to be high to enjoy it, right? <laughs> no, I'm not high. <laughs> right. I'm just curious. <laughs> now, are you a purist? Like, uh, you won't do Lego knockoffs, right? <laughs> um, like, well, yeah, I probably would. Like Playmobil, I, I would do that. Hmm. Yeah, right. it's not about the Lego, man. No. It's about like the inner state of mind, inner stillness that Lego brings. The Zen. The Zen. For yeah, all that's this, what it's um, about. for all this sequestering and quarantining, Q seems to be doing all right. Like he seems to be in a good place right now. This was not the case, like say a month ago. You seem no. much better. Much better. Yeah, I, I've just come to grips with with the fact that I'm. I, look, if it, I don't want people being sick and and dying of COVID, but. Other than that, and the you know, I guess the massive civil unrest. Um, like <laughs> this is this, I, this is good for me. Like I'm okay for the, this is good for me, and I'm not spending any fucking money, so I don't even have to s- make much money to to um, to sustain this. I'm really working on a whole lifestyle change going on in my head. I like it. Yeah, but like at the same time, I can't wait to get back to doing jokers. So you know, who knows? Yeah, I saw you rescheduled all your dates, huh? All your, uh, yeah. your tour dates for next year. Yeah, we had to we had to reschedule. You know, obviously, I guess we don't we don't want to be responsible for people gathering on moss. Yeah, but by next year it'll be safe. So let's just let people know. Hey, those tour dates are coming back. No, where these tour dates are already sold out, so it doesn't matter if you pimp them. Some of them were sold. Well, well, we, well, we people were screaming at us. I heard. I didn't see it myself, but they were like. If you know the show is going to be canceled, could you just fucking cancel it instead of holding on to our money? And you guys are greedy, let go of our money. And I'm just like, none of this has anything to do with me whatsoever. I'm like, I don't have your money, but you know, I'm not saying. Is that, that Ticketmaster? I I would guess whatever they. Yeah, I guess. you should like you should have teamed up with Pearl Jam to fucking go after Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah. I guess Pearl well, Jam's trying to save the world. We need you for it. <laughs> <laughs> you and Eddie Vedder could have fucking taken that fucking evil corporation down. I'm I'm still in for it if Eddie's listening. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so weird, like if Eddie Vedder was like, "Hey, I heard you're into this, and you know, so am I." Oh. So <laughs> then I gotta follow through. And yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. The I will same. say this: we we abolish as many fees as we can. Uh, Ticketmaster, I believe, offers artists optional fees. You know what I mean, type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and we we've always been like, no, 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 no. As we don't want, like, that's not how we roll, bro. It's crazy stuff. with Ticketmaster how you set a price and then it's like another thirty percent more. It's for these crazy. fees and all this other bullshit. That's why yeah. we don't have Ticketmaster money. You know, because we're not real willing to fleece people. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I realize I'm talking one of my, about one of my business partners. And when I say fleece people, I mean provide people with entertainment <laughs> and access to artists that they love at home. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not fuck that ready Eddie to retire just, yet. Eddie Vedder just fucking, he just took you off speed dial, man. He was going to write yeah, a song yeah, about yeah. you. <laughs> cut your hair, hippie. He's like, he was gonna, it was going to be Jeremy Part 2, but, yeah. you were, but you were, it was going to be about Q. Brian Q's calling Ticketmaster today. Um, if you had a friend who um, had an Instagram post, right? Yeah. That was uh, misspelled. Would you tell mm-hmm. them or would you just let it ride? How egregious. Um, it's for shared universe. And it says. <laughs> they spelled shared wrong? No, they did. Yeah, it's C H E R E D. No, shared universe now reopened, which I can only read in my Ming voice. I, like, I don't since see the English that is so broken. A, I don't see that being as uh, incorrect, though. Right. Well, reopen. did you write the copy? Because it's, <laughs> it's shared universe correct. now reopened. It's talking about the studio. Now it would be now reopened, or it should. I mean, I think it's a little smoother. Be like has reopened. Right. But technically, is it wrong? Yes, technically, it is wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> now reopened. Yeah, it definitely is. It should be now reopened. Now, uh, shared universe now open. Shared now universe. That, that would be good. What? That's what it uh, said, right? No, no, reopen. Oh, Reo- yeah, it's, oh. it's the reopen part that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, they could put personality into it, like shared universe, open to all once again, or something comic booky. you know what I mean? Anything. They decided against that, though. To hey, go man, I'll tell you what, language. though. Instagram is the one that you could go back in and edit, so it would behoove him if you sent him a correction and he did it. You know, though, it also could be autocorrect. I can't tell you how many times I'll tweet something and it's all fucked up because I didn't look at it before I hit the button and it, it was corrected or my eyesight is so bad, you know. It's actually – it's not even the only thing that needs correcting on this. Um, a shared universe is reopen. So that's – Okay. That's what we're looking at. And then they have um, what you need to know. Pretty much the same thing you need to know everywhere. Masks, six feet social distance, disinfecting protocol, hand sanitizer. They definitely, I mean, I swear I'm not saying this as a joke, but they definitely like colons because they use them all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't even know how to properly use it at all. I've never used one because I don't know how to use it. (laughs) Hand sanitizer will be available to everyone and will be required for use for everyone entering the studio. I swear I thought English was Ming's first language. I really did. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bastard. I liked his post anyway because I'm a shared universe guy. Yeah, me too. I think Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I follow. I haven't even been on Instagram. And it's amazing how little outside contact is mattering to me. Um, But there you go. Well, as soon as you open up the news, as soon as you go to the news, you're like, oh, fucking man. Like nothing, nothing's better. Nothing's different. People are still getting punched. People are still getting shot. Uh, you know, all this shit. It's like, why? Why? Why would I want to look well, at that, this? That's interesting because I, 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 when I looked at the news, it seems like all the coverage of the protests have turned positive. And like there's no more looting and stuff like that. No? Well, no, you can only loot for so long. But now it's right. like, and I don't. I, I have a real hard time understanding this particular interaction between a white person who has an interaction with a black person and that black, he's like, Hey, N, and that black person then proceeds to beat the living shit out of them. 
And it seems that it seems to be like if you get called a name, you can now beat the shit out of someone, which on a personal level, I'm totally okay with. Mm. But but you have to decide the words that you can't say, I think. Like you Well, I think I think we a, decided on I think we decided on that word. That word's okay. That, that we don't even need a vote for that one, but if there's going to Yeah, be we other all words, know. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, wow. what psychopath is still fucking being like, oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. The that, size I, of this I, dude, I, the size of this guy who beat this uh, this other, this little white guy from Mason. <laughs> it's it's hysterical. It's like, why would you say that at all? Let alone like, to a dude uh, look, that big. <laughs> you could take race right out of it. I, I, I'm happy when an asshole gets his ass beat. I, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I can you imagine being the type of person that's like the guy that that called him that? Like, what outcome do you think's gonna happen? Like, what are you trying to bring into the world? Usually, it's old women who look drunk or like sunbaked or both, like a combination of both. They just look totally out of it, and then they get the uh. like they then they get the shit slapped out of them. But yeah, every once in a while, you'll see a guy that it's like, what are you thinking? Like, why? What's the matter? What with are you, you? trying? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to prove? I, dude, go have a drink somewhere. Fucking smoke some weed. Calm dude, down. Some Legos. <laughs> yeah, I man. Know. Get that. Get that fucking. Get that. Get that dude a fucking Lego Batman mobile. That'll 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 change his his attitude. Mm-hmm. Here's what this guy should be listening to. Uh, he needs to do a little bit of Lego action. Slip on some meundies and just fucking chill oh, out. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're back to it. We're oh. back to it. You know? <laughs> you still got to pay bills. <laughs> all this other stuff aside. And there's some good news from meundies. They have a meundies gives initiative. Like many, many corporations, uh, they are giving up some, uh, some of their meundies cash. They continue to take action, which means they're like, hey, hey this is, we're not just doing this in reaction. We're continuing our action by making $50,000 donations to both the It Gets Better Project and Black Lives Matter with MeUndies Gives. Simply by shopping MeUndies, you can help support these causes. Okay. Now it's time for the anecdotes. So what, what, which ones do I have on right now? Hmm. I have on the drafts. Did you get some drafts, Q? Um, well, I mean, the latest update was I, 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 they gave me boxers in the wrong size, right? Or something like that. Yeah, Helen should have your right underpants size. She, he's got underpants. I agree. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Helen ain't got a lot of work to do for me these days. Like, um, uh, so she her. could. Yeah, text her. Get her on that, man. Because I'm sitting here. Be like fucking... the, the only thing that should be important to the both of us right now is Q's underwear. <laughs> now let's get this shit straightened out. <laughs> I mean, like if I if to be a proper spokesperson, like let's fucking do it. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. There is a question here, which it's, it would be hard to remember because we've been in the MeUndies game for some time. What was your reaction when you came across your first pair of MeUndies? Oh, I'm not. That's like the very first time I saw a fucking bare tit. It's, that's imp- it's right. that fucking pivotal to me. The yeah. first time I saw my undies. First Give time you fucking break. First time you really, met your is wife. That real? What is that real? That, like, <laughs> they really want you to fucking put that kind of importance on the first time you saw a pair of me undies. It would appear so. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, really? Especially when you felt their super softness. Let me let me whittle it down. <laughs> yeah, I think that's asking 
asking a little much. It's like, we've been wearing MeUndies for years. Now, if somebody gave me a pair of MeUndies, it's the kind of thing where I'd be like, holy shit, these things are soft. Like, these are the ones I want to wear from now on. I get t-shirts from uh, a, from a company that I'm like, these are the only t-shirts I want to wear now because they're not that expensive, but they're super soft. You know, not this one I'm wearing right now, but, uh, so I get it, you know? Yeah, but, but I mean, to, like, come on. To I mean, reminisce yeah, is I mean, asking it's like, a little you much. Know, it's like the first time I saw, you know, uh, a, my first snowfall, the first time I saw, you know, my, my child, the first time I saw my youngies <laughs> out of the package. Well, the, the, the man, you know, come on. It's not the same. If, if it's like well, the first time you saw someone else in the undies and you were like, ooh, <laughs> that I'd get. Even that, though, at that point, I mean. Yeah, we're 50-year-old yeah. men. <laughs> not- what do you expect from us, MeUndies? Uh, they have a MeUndies under, uh, membership where every month the softest undies appear at your door. The convenience factor factor is clutch now do you still use the word clutch uh (laughs) i wasn't aware clutch came back let's bring it back yeah no i I still use clutch do you yeah not not like not like you not like an exclamation like like clutching your heart (laughs) no no not like you know like like instead of going like yeah you go clutch like back in the day (laughs) no but i'll be like i'll be like oh we were you know he came through in a clutch i'll still say that okay yeah. Oh yeah. When you let who who was that person that you said? Oh my god, that I, dude is clutch. I actually don't. It was last year. I said it to Sal on the set of Impractical Jokers, and he said, "Did you just say clutch?" So <laughs> I was like, "So yeah." So I guess it's not in common usage. That would be. I would love for someone to like use that word to like it with me. So like, yeah. yeah, that would be. So that's a big. That's a big praise. The word clutch. It, it, that's like saying like you're like. You're on next level. And that's yeah. what MeUndies is, next level underwear. <laughs> is Wolf yeah, – it really is. I mean – that was clutch I right there. That was fucking that, clutch. That was clutch. That was fucking <laughs> smooth. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> got to make up for them for bashing them about that ridiculous – Well, hey, yeah. I mean, it is – look, sometimes <laughs> the truth is hard. This is called tough love, MeUndies. <laughs> Q, you'll like this. Guys. You never have to leave the house for them. Walt, you'll like this. You get site-wide savings, uh, early access, and free shipping. Millennials love free shipping. I love early access. No, that's not fair. That is not fair to say millennial. You, we, everybody loves free shipping. I told you, it's the yeah. Spanish fly of fucking business. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, millennials will order a little bit more just to yeah. get the free shipping, yeah. right? I mean, it's so. like you get you can get anything mm-hmm. if you offer free shipping, I believe. Like, not, you know, like I, I believe you could sell almost anything to people if you just put that uh, little bit of uh, free shipping in their drink. Yeah, like an eBay. Yeah. That's, yeah, all right. I got you. I should you. equate that to, to... Yeah, if you just slip a Mickey <laughs> in the form of free shipping. <laughs> that, was a bad, that was a bad analogy right there. <laughs> the undies is like, guys, guys. <laughs> um, they're soft. They're magically made from trees, extra small to 4XL. Okay, here's the offer. You want to know the offer. First-time purchasers, you're going to get 15% off and free shipping. you got to give this super softness a try, especially since they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. That's MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. One last thing about MeUndies, though, like we go on a high note. Once you wear a pair of MeUndies, all the old underwear that you had or you ever wore, 
will feel like canvas underwear. He's right about that for sure. That it'll literally, yeah, it'll literally feel like a, like a scratchy old potato sack that you put two holes, three holes in. It's like the underpants Holocaust survivors would wear. <laughs> like, 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 like they were... <laughs> Not survivors. <laughs> this isn't part of the official commercial. <laughs> Um, if you look there, everybody wants to knock down statues, right? And I don't necessarily disagree with some of them. I don't know why you erect statues to people who lost shit. Yeah. That's the craziest shit though. It's like, why are there so many fucking statues of all these losers? Yeah. Because I guess, I guess in the South, they're like, Hey, they showed up to the game. Right. And that's what matters. <laughs> Nobody fucking <laughs> is putting statues up at the Buffalo Bills for losing fucking four Super Bowls in a row. Right. I mean, they're fucking the laughing stock of sports. Right. And yeah, the like, as should these Ger- fucking- Ger- the, the Germany doesn't have are- Adolf Hitler statues <laughs> around <laughs> Germany. The Confederates are the laughing stock of civil wars. <laughs> they're the Buffalo. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, don't, I, don't, I know we got listeners in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they would be offended by that dumb shit. Um, but so somebody knocks down a statue. You yeah. can you can put up a statue somewhere else, and uh, they're talking about in Richmond, Virginia. Robert E. Lee. They want to replace it with the uh, the heavy metal uh, frontman of Guar, Odorous Youngus. Oh, you're the guy that you had a uh, back and forth with. I had a minor tiff with him on Twitter He's years dead. ago before he died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam Green really loves loved him. He said he's a great guy. He said maybe you misread that situation. No, I mean he was calling Kevin asshole. It was hard to misread it. You know. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was some some anti Kev thing. Uh, oh, I see. But um, I guess the Change.org petition has over fifty thousand signatures. Uh, they refer to themselves as the scum dogs of the universe, and they call on the great city of Re- Richmond to erect a statue of a great local leader, Odorous Urungus, in its place. Now, even though we had our differences, uh, he and I, I still would rather see that than uh, a Robert E. Lee statue. Why not? Jay Sarge, the great Jay Sarge, the clutch Jay Sarge. Yeah. Um, he sent me an article that there's a there's a town or a movement in a town to replace their Confederate statues with cryptozoic statues all throughout Amazing. the town how what a fucking tourist destination that would be right amazing yeah if, like, if you had great. bigfoot on fucking main street and then on another street you had um the jersey devil and then you had mothman on another street that would mm-hmm. become like the destination for you know people who are into cryptozoic things west virginia yeah. are campaigning they want mothman I mean, I guess we're too far north to knock down any statue. We don't. I don't. When's the last time you saw a statue? Oh, what are you person? talking about, brother? Christopher Columbus. You think that fucking statue is standing in New York City for much longer? <laughs> That's fucking coming down, That's son. Gone. Before the before before fucking five years are done, you're not going to see that statue standing there. You put a fucking Jersey Devil statue up there. I'm all right with it. Well, that you would know? be that would be wrong to put it in fucking Staten Island. I mean, Jersey needs. Oh well, I'm assuming you guys have a Christopher Columbus statue somewhere. Oh no, no, we don't. Yeah. Man. We're, no, we're woke, man. You, we, I'm sorry. Want that fucking slave <laughs> trade and torture? <laughs> so what you're saying is you think the state of New Jersey <laughs> doesn't have a fucking Christopher Columbus statue anywhere? Not that I know of. I better not find sure. out about it either. Yeah, we'll go knock it over. <laughs> <laughs> all right well good in the interest of, of uh, eddie vetta hearing this let me look it up for you <laughs> you're gonna check it out is there um I, I guess that's the fucking move i mean if it's like in middletown they're like look we got one 
guy who is in the South. People will fucking knock the statue down. We need to put up a new statue. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. It's either got to be Kevin or Bon Jovi or Bruce. Oh, so it's going to be of a person, not like the evil clown from Food Town, maybe? Well, I think more people could get behind... um you know, a real person that, that mm-hmm. came out of Jersey. I think it would be Bruce. Clown. You think it'd be Bruce? Yeah, I think the so. Boss? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think people like Kev yeah. and people like Bon Jovi, but when you think Jersey, you're going to think Bruce Springsteen. And I, I agree. It's unfortunate. It's only because I don't like the music. I mean, I don't know. It if, sucks. I don't ass. know anything about the dude. I'm sure he's a good dude and everything, but I'm just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. There are many, by the way, statues of Christopher Columbus in, <laughs> in Jersey. Jersey? Just, we got a busy yeah, night ahead of us, many. Walt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting when they start when they start going after the Thomas Jeffersons uh, when it gets to Washington and Washington D.C. That's when you're going to see fucking sparks fly. Well, will they take down Lincoln? Because he was kind of the man, right? I don't know. You don't know, right? <laughs> it's hard to tell. I'm reevaluating everything through new eyes. So mm-hmm. I haven't yet gotten to my examination of Abraham Lincoln yet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play it close to the vest until you see what everyone else thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking to see which way the winds are blowing before I uh, comment on that Abraham Lincoln <laughs> issue. I'm down with it all. Ooh. Remember they had that RoboCop statue years ago? Did that ever get made? What? Didn't you didn't that. hear about this? No. Like in Detroit, they raised all this money oh. to make a RoboCop statue, but like a real deal. Like it looked amazing. Cop, hold on. Uh, on January fourteenth, twenty twenty, it says that after nine years, it's almost done. Wow! It takes nine years to get a statue made. The on. casting is completely done. All that's left is applying the patina and welding the large sections together. Dude, uh, you got you got to show the picture's amazing of it. Let me see why isn't it's- this coming up? Oh yeah, yeah. That looks really cool. The um yeah. has RoboCop kind of like faded from pop culture landscape though. He's not as relevant. Relevant. What's the word? Relevant. Relevant. Yeah. relevant. He used to be, right? Uh, I don't know. They made, they remade it a few years ago and he they just released him in Mortal Kombat, the game. He's one of the fighters in that. So I don't I don't know if it's still RoboCop fever going on, but I think people I had know Robo- RoboCop. I had RoboCop fever. Yeah, me too. Yeah? Yeah, I was really into RoboCop. I remember he... We gave it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't wearing masks back then. <laughs> but I remember I had a gigantic uh, slice of my thumb because I was trying to build a, a Vinyl Horizon RoboCop model. And uh, that put an end to my modeling career uh, when I put a exacto knife through my thumb that's how into mm, you know robocop what, i was <laughs> you, didn't even you know it. it has no need for exacto <laughs> knives dangerous blades lego lego that's yeah. correct um yeah i was into it too i had a giant um uh i went to the local movie theater when robocop 2 was coming out and there was this giant vinyl poster of him looking over a wall it said robocop 2 and i said when the when when you're done with it can i have it and they gave it to me so for years i had a I mean, it had to be seven feet by five feet. It was like a giant flag of RoboCop in my bedroom for like three years, watching me sleep. Uh, I should. I, I think people. It's up to people to um, like Walt. Your daughter's probably never seen RoboCop. If you want to keep the RoboCop, uh, if you want to keep him alive, you know, ironically, you know, you got to show your kids or like Mary Beth. Like we watched RoboCop about a month ago. Really? What'd she think? She liked it. 
Yeah, you like good, that first movie like, is pretty flawless. It's everything after that, though, that kind of like... Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I like two. You guys didn't like two? No, I didn't like two at all. Is that all. the Frank Miller one, or is that three? Yeah, it's Frank That's three. 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 I, and, two and three. I, three's, uh, three I, I saw once, and I remember being like, eh, man. Well, but, yeah, um, it's because Verhoeven wasn't involved in it, probably. Yeah, I, I remember liking two. Like the, the ED whatever. Yeah, that uh, little kid that cussed. I don't recall. Yeah, maybe it was like maybe a little cute little kid who was like the gang boss or something. It was ridiculous. No, I, don't, I don't remember that. Though. All right, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. <laughs> Is it aren't um, kids who kids and old ladies who curse are the most annoying characters in any given movie or TV show? Like, is there anything less funny than an old woman cursing or giving the finger in a movie? Mm, I think to the common. The common crowd, I think it can still mainstream el- still loves yeah, it. Elicit, it can still elicit laughs. We didn't expect her to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all predicated on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just goes to show that, like older people, it's like it's almost like they're treated like a different species. Like they weren't <laughs> younger. Like, pro- like I mean, if you're talking about an 80 year old woman, it was only 30 years ago that she would have been considered viable. Giving the finger to people while she's driving down the street yeah, and shit. Only thirty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess only thirty years. Wow. Um, you guys, some... did you see the, the short film of RoboCop blowing off all those dicks? I did see that. That that, that was it's pretty funny. It's funny and so well done. It looks like RoboCop blowing off mm-hmm. dudes' dicks. It's great. Yeah, yeah it's that just, was funny. Did you see it, Walt? When you say blowing off, do you mean he's at, like it's a porn? Parody? No, like gun. It's violence. He's oh, shooting people off. in the dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. For, uh, it was like a short? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's so well. You would think it's a cut scene from the movie. It's done so well. Uh. It's crazy. Yeah. And then the other thing is Peter Weller, when he did, I mean, it's like last month they put him into Mortal Kombat. Peter Weller voiced him again for it. How cool is that? That is cool. I can see you guys aren't – you're not swept up in RoboCop fever as I am currently in the second. (laughs) You left it. You got the virus and it went away. All right. Yeah, We had it in our early 20s, bro. Yeah, you were fucking still in short pants at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I remember us screaming at each other, driving down the street. You know, We'll never fucking fall out of love with fucking RoboCop. Yeah, we won't let anybody else forget about RoboCop. Someday we'll have a statue of him. These statues, do you think, like, okay, so a statue of Robert E. Lee, while it shouldn't be, um, I agree. It's just like, who needs it out in the town square? But what about a museum? Like, don't you think these things do have some kind of historical value? Like, like back in the uh, Afghanistan, uh, who was it, Afghanistan and Russian war, like, somebody came in, like, they just, they destroy all these artifacts, you know? All these old religious artifacts and, like, historical shit. Yeah, and, and it's like I don't know. Why don't you just take that and instead of spray painting it and smashing it and all that shit as symbolism, put it in because you want to still talk about slavery, right? I mean, you can't yeah. just fucking forget about it. So unless you have something relative to slavery, you can't just erase all that shit and still talk about slavery because it doesn't. Well, make maybe. Sense. Well, I'm sure that's happening with some of them. I mean, I know they're taking some down in the middle of the night, but I mean, maybe another way to look at it is it's more powerful in the museum with the dents and with the spray paint. And, you know? That could be, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is how upset people are. Yeah. But they're chucking them in rivers and shit, too. So you got to fish them out. 
That's that's not bad either. Then it's got some barnacles on it and shit. There you that, go. That could be good PR for you. You go down south, you start like recovering mm-hmm. old Confederate statues out of the lakes and ponds and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, Eddie Venice, my, my phone's going off. Eddie, Eddie Venice on. <laughs> He's into it. <laughs> Actually, if I were to, are you a fan of Pearl Jam still? I mean, Eddie Vedder aside. Um, I don't mind anybody. Uh, I don't keep up. I'm not like current Pearl Jam. I got no idea where they are in the world, but I, I, I'll still slip in some Pearl Jam from time to time. Mm-hmm. Do you do you use your Raycons when you? Uh, when you- <laughs> <laughs> I'm using them right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Raycon earbuds. It says if you were sent Raycon earbuds, your personal experience is required. All right. Here's my personal experience, Raycon. They were so good that I used them all the time. And then like an asshole, I put them somewhere. I have no idea where I put them. Lost them. Mary Beth got me a new pair. That's how much I like them. These are like, I watch them more closely than I watch Sage. (laughs) I I don't want to lose these fucking things. These are great earbuds, man. I love them. Yeah, these earbuds are definitely clutch. Yes. Perfect use of the word, Walt. (laughs) I very nice. I I I never used the wireless ones. I always thought they looked stupid. And I don't see. I never thought they were comfortable until I got the Raycons, and now now I use them all the time. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you tell you a little bit about them because they're not hundreds of dollars. They're actually relatively inexpensive compared to uh, those stems and shit that we don't like. Uh, you already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market. And they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. So they're not noise-canceling, but they are noise-isolating. And, like, I sleep with earbuds in because uh, I have such horrible tinnitus, and those don't fall out of my ears. They, they're the only ones that have stayed what's, in my ears tinnitus? all night. It's like this constant persistent ringing in your ears really yeah i've had it for like decades it's the worst it seems to be getting what causes it uh different stuff it could be like listening to music that was too loud or like a sudden like just if you were like at a like a like one of those race car tracks exposed to were you were you uh somebody who listened to music at such high levels so like growing up that you i wasn't really like i remember when i moved to la i went to a racer x concert i would have been 19 and it was so loud that I went to the bathroom and put toilet paper in my ears. This is a, this yeah. is at a time when I it's like you the want- story because that's why I was thinking about that. I was like, you were kind of like mm-hmm. you, you like you didn't care how much of a wuss you look like. You would even put that toilet paper in your ear for that concert. I came out of the bathroom <laughs> looking. <laughs> But this is in L.A. in 1988, 89. All the chicks are glammed out, looking hot. And I'm like, what's up, ladies? <laughs> I look like mum and shots and shit. <laughs> oh, man. That must have been some crowd back in the 80s in L.A. In, at that concert. Dude, it was it was something else. Like, that's one of those. T- it was I wasn't there for that long. But the time I was there, like, walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard, it was something else to see. Like, I wish that. Like I had a, I was more like of a photography guy and took pictures and shit like that. But it was like glam bands, like in in limos, hanging out and fucking girls screaming, and the rock clubs like were yeah. fucking hopping. Yeah, it was a pretty decent time. But now, like if you go back, you see the young guys that were like would have been my age around that time who didn't make it, 
but still dress that way and still have oh, yeah. hair, <laughs> but it starts halfway through their hairline. You know, it's sad. Yeah, you know, you know, I try and hit the whiskey at least once every time I'm in Los Angeles, and those guys, they, they, they just, they're just there. That's where I go to see him. What, I'm not surprised. I'm like, yeah, hey guys. Well, when I went to LA and uh, we went to the whiskey, it was so, it was so fun just to sit there and 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 just watch people. Yeah, they're having a great time. Like, it, there's no nobody self conscious. It really is like that crowd always knew how to party, and they still do. Yeah, you can't judge them. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Where am I with these Raycons? Oh, they're so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts. Like, tell them Steve, Dave. What makes them a game changer for you, Walt? For me, it's just that they don't fall out. That's what I love. Other people say they're uh, stylish and discreet. No dangly wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. I mean, how? look, I have ADD. Even I'm not distracted by stems. <laughs> you know, like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> well, I like that they're, the ones we got are black. Um, I think the white ones look so dorky. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, it's just. Well, the ones I got are blue. You got black I think ones. The ones Q? I got are black. Yeah, I have black yeah. and oh, dark maybe, red. Oh, maybe the outer, maybe the outer case is blue. Is the outer case that you charge it in blue? Uh, I don't have the outer case here, but yeah. uh, my, they're definitely black for me. Yeah, you, you might be right. You're right. Uh, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. Okay, we just talked about that. And then the company was co-founded by Ray J. We got to get into the goddamn like Ray J. And uh, what's the other guy? Um, Jay Z with the Beats shit. Why do we not have our own uh, earbud or uh, headphone company competing directly with Raycon? <laughs> well, mm, <laughs> probably a lot of reasons. Like we never tried. That's one reason I bet. But is Ray J known for music or is he, he just must be like a businessman entrepreneur type, right? I know he's a rapper, but I've never heard of any Ray J rap. Dude, I got no clue. The only thing I know him from is from the Kim Kardashian stuff. Yeah. No, well, hey, Ray J must know what he's doing. They're all obsessed with great you know, celebrities. I was, I was yeah. happy for him then. Yeah. If uh, you want to listen to Tom, Steve, Dave and not get bugged by everybody, just pop those Raycons in. And now is the time to get them. The latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash TESD. That's buyraycon.com slash TESD for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash TESD. And what? What? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I was going to say, it would be cool. if we did develop our own earbuds, you know, it would be a, a great thing. I mean, this would we would never – we would have to have somebody develop this kind of uh, – um, Technology? Yeah, technology that if you didn't listen to the episode on Raycons, it sounded <laughs> shitty. But if you used Raycons, it sounded crystal clear. Oh, like – if you don't listen to the episode, then your Raycons are compromised until you do listen to the episode. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, like, let's say you try to listen to it on on your with your stems, and mm -hmm. it just sounds scratchy, and maybe there's like hiccups, and it's like you know you you, you drop a few seconds here. Or there. So we we purposely make it shitty if you don't listen to it on a Raycon. Yeah, and we and we, we let it be known that we're going to do that though. Right. To sell more units. You think that's going to go – like the ants will be – embrace this? Well, wait. Is this Raycon or is this our brand? This is our own brand. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that our own? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Just an idea. Just, uh, you know. It's just spitballing? Yeah. See what sticks. <laughs> but Q, you did start a beer company. I mean, yeah. granted you ha you partnered up with a beer – like a, a, a beer brewer. But like 
I always wonder about these people. Like if we wanted to start an earbud company, it's like I wouldn't know the first thing that we should do. I wouldn't know the first person to call. I wouldn't know the first thing to do. I wouldn't know the first engineer, designer to talk well, to. Well, are you passionate about it or no? No. Not at all. I'll, I'll forget <laughs> it by the end of the episode. Right. Well, then in that case, <laughs> what I would think you would do is find an already existing manufacturer of earbuds, have them change the exterior design somewhat, slap a Tell Em Steve Dave logo on it, and suddenly you're in the fucking earbud game. I guess that's the way it goes, right? It's kind of the that's same a, unit, but that's the fucking way every, everything goes, man. That's the way everything goes. Because I know when we were doing comic book, man, it was the first time that I learned that these uh, Chinese companies will run off extra toys and just sell them themselves. I guess to like like the knockoff yeah. toys and shit, uh, just yeah, like yeah. the different packaging. I had no idea that they would use the the molds for that. Pretty good idea. Want to be in business yeah. somehow, like manufacturing? I don't, I don't know. think you do. No, nah. I don't think he does either. Well, all the headaches that come with that. You're like, what? Yeah. All, the, all the like the, the crazy decisions that, you know, can make or break you that you have like <laughs> only a couple seconds to fucking. <laughs> what does Walt think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys want to hit learn something? This oh, there's, there's more to hit learn. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. do it. There's actually two hit learns. Uh, this one is, god damn it. Okay, here we go. Open up this link. Just when you think that you're safe, uh, a Miss Hitler contestant was among some neo-Nazis jailed for belonging to a terroristic group. Okay, so this was in the UK. She joked about gassing synagogues and using a Jew's head as a soccer ball, and she got sentenced to prisoner for belonging to a terror group. Um... Hold on a second, Q. I'll show you her picture. Her name is Alice Cutter. It takes... Um, I can't really see her face. Is she Asian? No. All I see is makeup. She looks cute. Is she cute? There you go. Oh, okay. I see her. Well, she wow. She doesn't look... She was she, a finalist, she, but she has green eyes and brown hair. So is that what Hitler's into? I, I don't know well, anymore. It's weird because you look at her and you're like, she doesn't look like a deranged sociopath, but I guess that's the trick, right? Mm -hmm. They don't look like that. Yeah, she looks a yeah. little bit too sweet. She got three years behind bars for- uh, Who in this day and age is like, yes, put up that Nazi flag. I'm going to stand in front of it, <laughs> pose it- And do the duck and face. Then, <laughs> do the, and then post it online like like- that is when I when I hear things like that. I'm, that is the shit that that fucking makes me feel like uh, naive about the world. She was uh, a waitress who entered a Nazi beauty pageant as Miss Buchenwald. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, she denied ever being an NA member, whatever that is. Uh, despite attending the rallies where Banner stated Hitler was right. Yeah, it really does take it either. A commitment or a complete lack of foresight to take a picture next to a Nazi flag or be into any of this shit. Yeah. I mean, they got it's. I, I don't understand. I just, I don't understand anything. Do you know how time Dude, consuming it would be? National action. You know what I need? The group. I need, I need a, a Lego brick <laughs> um, instruction manual for life that just tells me to click this here and click that here and do this and do this and then at the end of it 
You just got a nice, happy little life. Where is that book? That book doesn't exist. Though they do try to sell it to you. That book has been written a thousand times. How to be happy? Yeah, you know. Uh, sadder than Miss Hitler being uh, dethroned is an eighty-four-year-old alligator rumored to have belonged to Hitler dies in Moscow. What's wow, that's Hitler a good doing? run for an What's alligator. What's Hitler doing with an alligator, though? Like, where would he keep it? I, I don't know, dude. I'll tell, I will say this. If I was an insane dictator of, with complete power and control over an entire country, I might have a pet alligator. Have too. an alligator, too? <laughs> I might do it, yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might let them figure out where it stays. I don't give a shit. So uh, they when I want my pet. It says they typically only live until 50, but this guy's 84. Jesus. Huh. Now, can you, can, Walt? Can you hate on that alligator, or is that alligator an innocent victim in all this? Is oh, that a I, Nazi alligator? No, I, I don't even believe that's a true story because that's that's seemingly impossible that an alligator would live eighty four when they usually die by fifty. Think about how the percentage of he lived more than he should have. This could be a false flag story. Are these fake news? Yeah. Well, thir- yeah. Yeah, that's like a human living to like 120 or some shit like that, right? It's happened. Yeah. This is just like this is just a, like a just just for like Salacious. for for like Nazi scum to fucking have some news in the morning when this they get some up. Propaganda. <laughs> 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 they should have made it an albino alligator then. That would have been better. <laughs> well, it says that he was born in Mississippi in 1936. His name is Saturn. He was soon gifted to the Berlin Zoo. He escaped when it was destroyed by bombing, and with only 100 of the zoo's 3,500 animals were understood to have survived. Oh, that's not a Hitler's alligator, then. He was missing three years until he was found by British soldiers in 1946, sparking the wildest theory in his bio. Okay, so it's a theory that was never proven, and Saturn should never be tarnished with the despicable crimes of one of history's most despicable dictators. So see, yeah, a lot of people would be like, oh man, you got to hate on him, right? Because he's Hitler's alligator. And he's like, bro, I was born in Mississippi in 1936. They kidnapped me, I, sent me to fucking Germany. I didn't want any of I, I actually, breaking, I heard they just burned down uh, Gator World in Florida. <laughs> uh, defiance of this Nazi alligator. And now, think about all that alligator lived through and saw in his life. Yeah. That's that's amazing. And how he didn't process any of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I kind of – I feel like that alligator now in my life. Uh, One of the final things we have, and we haven't had this in a while. I don't even know if we can do it anymore. It could be to these these times, a little fat news. But I think it could help people. Um, Is it positive news? Not really. All right, let's 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 risk it. Prognosticating, (laughs) Um, Walt and Q. If you guys were to say something is terrifying, right? Mm -hmm. What would you point to? For me, it would be like waking up and Sage isn't in the house, and I can't find her anymore. Like I I just can't find her around the house. I don't know where she is. To me, that's terrifying. Like waking up and there's four tarantulas crawling around in my in my sheets with me. That's terrifying. There you go. Okay. Terrifying models show what Netflix addicts may look like in 20 years. Now, I am uh, a streamer. I watch yeah. Netflix. I watch Amazon, Hulu, and all these different things. 
Uh, they created 3D models showing the bodily damage binge watching can do to the human body over time caused by a lack of exercise, a poor diet, and a sedentary lifestyle. From obesity and posture damage to premature aging and bloodshot eyes. Now, why should Netflix take the hit for this, do you think? Like, it's very specific. Well, they've, they've ushered in the age of binging, though. Mm-hmm. It, they're responsible for this. I mean, just like the, uh, the soda manufacturers with the sugar in their drinks, their mm-hmm. sugary drinks, Netflix should be taking the task for putting out too much quality content. They're too good. Yeah, it's making people just like zone out and tune in. They're not real Jesus. people, but they are yeah. uh, out of shape. I got to say, I, I, I agree. I kind of, I kind of look like this. The guy has the Murray's hairline, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I kind of look like this when I was watching all sorts of TV and not doing anything, just watching TV and eating. I don't know. I mean, just saying. I mean, it's, I don't have a I don't have a skin in the TV game at all. But I think that like, <laughs> I think it's a good idea for people to like subscribe to like HBO Max and and binge Impractical Jokers. Hey, uh, guess who has HBO Max? Who's that? That uh, would be me, brother. Oh I'm shit! Binging that shit. Oh, and then they have binge look at this shit. man. This is from every side. Look how angry it looks like a zombie. Hold on, I, I can't see the. It's just weird. Is is his shirt off or on? No, his shirt's off. Oh my god, that is weird. That can't be right. That's is, sensationalism. Is that uh, <laughs> is seeing that? Is that like seeing you know, seeing your brain on drugs? You know how they used to like crack the egg and put it in the can and put it in the pan. Does seeing that image of uh, what a person looks like twenty years of binging make you rethink anything here? Mm. Make me think? No, no, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, before the pandemic, I, I never really watched enough TV to make me that slouched. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like it's like a de-evolution scale. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, now what'll have to happen is like some some health companies will have to come in and build like a TV harness, a vest. That'll keep your body from like, you know, slouching while you're watching, mm-hmm. binging. Like, God forbid we fucking we don't watch a fucking show for like a season in one night. We gotta fucking watch this. <laughs> we have to watch the whole fucking thing you in know, one sitting. You're right. And uh I used to do that where I would get real excited about a series and be like, <laughs> boom, it's done it's done in two days. Uh F is for family, the new season came out, and I was like, you know what? I wanna savor this. I don't wanna blow <clears> through it in inside of a day or two. Like a little watch, a little bit here and there, you know? Don't sit there for the whole... God, that's a fucking good show, though. The shit they say, I cannot believe they get away with today, but I'm happy that they it's do. Set, it's set in the 70s, that's yeah, why. I'm happy that they do. You know what's better about podcasts than uh, Netflix and, and TV shows? You can do healthy things while listening to Tell Them Steve Dave. Right. It, like you as, watch long, it. as long as you're on a Raycon, you could jog. <laughs> hey. right, you can get on your treadmill and listen to us. Mm-hmm. Beth, the running ant, same thing. She listens to, she runs and she uh, listens to Tell Them Steve Dave. Not on Raycons, probably, but someday. Well, for, is, well how is, do you know she's not? Let's just for the sake of this. Of this episode. But did I say she didn't? Yeah. Oh, no, Why no. do we have to say she's not? <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> oh, it could um, be it could be killing sex, offering an alternative for many couples who watch the shows in the evening hours 
who would have otherwise been doing the deed. Well, you know what? There, we, there's enough kids in the fucking world. I live next to three fucking schools, and when they were in, the traffic is insane. So watch Netflix. Don't have kids, I say. Uh, or, or, but what about people who just want to ha- have sex, but like um, responsibly, though? Oh, like all over the tits and shit? No, you, you just like you, you, uh, <laughs> you know, or the ass, you know, yeah, whatever. Right. You take precautions so you're not. I mean, that's got to be unhealthy though to be addicted to netflix, netflix? oh yeah it says um it's worse than painkillers right bro well <laughs> it's definitely cheaper <laughs> oh my god could you imagine if all those pills only cost 7.99 a month <laughs> i'd still be on them for one probably We'd, i'd be on them <laughs> and I, I yeah and I, I would live in something that wasn't so crooked and had central air <laughs> Uh, it says here that um, the average person spends 78,000 hours of their time life watching television. And no of way. that figure, nearly 3,000 of those hours are spent deciding what to watch. Oof. But why is that a bad number? That seems extremely high. I mean, that's like that's like sleeping a third of your life. I mean, that's got to be on the same uh, playing field. Well, but my argument would be like, you would assume, or you could make the assumption, I think, that those are pleasurable. That's pleasurable time spent. You're yeah. watching stuff you want to watch. So what's what's the, what's the harm? Like you're doing something that makes you feel good. So what, what what else should you be doing? But that's that's if you're if you watch two point seven hours of TV every day for your entire life, <laughs> yeah, then you're going to reach seventy eight thousand hours. I guess you know what it is. Like I'm, you know what I'm. I'm a hypocrite. If you grow to seventy, if you're, if you live to seventy-eight, but right. I probably have the TV on more than that during the because I stay up rather late. The TV's on, but I'm just not paying attention to it, so I don't consider myself like like oh I'm not really watching it, but it's on though. Sure. So like I'm I, I'm a piece of shit just like when I just when like I you down on you about the Lego <laughs> again I'm coming down on Netflix. Yeah, you were harsh. You were harsh. But, that, on me but about you know what? I, I I but I learned something though, and that's what I'm trying to do every day though is learn. And I just learned that you know Netflix good. <laughs> Lego good. Yeah, Lego it, good. It doesn't say that here. Netflix good. In fact, it says it could kill you. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to say Tom, Steve, Dave? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if you had anything else. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tom, Steve, Dave. 